It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. to his shows comes with a free shot of penicillin. Comedian and co-host of the Jim Norton and Sam Roberts show on Sirius XM, Jim Norton. She's around more hot properties than a hyperactive arsonist. Mansion Global host on Fox Business, Katrina Kippins. She's like a gummy bear, small, sweet, and tough to scrape off the floor. Fox News contributor, Cat Tim. And his wristband is my cummerbund. My massive sidekick in the NWA World Television Champion, Tyrus. Jim, you look uh, suave and... Thank you, Greg. You're uh, working out, I see. Ah, I'm so happy. I actually lost weight by seeing myself on this show. Mm. I'm like, I really I'm like, why is Greg interviewing that pregnant frog? I'm like, oh, it's me. So I dropped some weight. I, I find that television is the best fat shaming tool on the planet. Yes. I uh, look at it myself and I go, well, too many cookies. Yeah, television and a, a nude laughing woman yes. is also great fat shaming. Oh, I haven't seen one of those in a while. What's it like? Uh, it's exciting. It's worth the money. <laughs> Nicely done. Nicely done. So it turns out what they're testing is not as deadly as originally reported. It's the media kind of screwed it up. Is that a comfort to you? Yes. And I I, I think the fact that the U.S., that Boston created an 80 percent kill rate, good for us. Because what happened was China got all the credit for the other one. And we wanted to show that we're better. And I say round of applause for the boys in Boston. Well done. Well done. You know what? This is almost as big a victory as the hockey in the Olympics in 1980. Uh, I got taped it. I never watched it. Don't spoil it. (laughs) (laughs) But it's true. It's just like this is the Olympics of pandemics. Yep. (laughs) It is. We showed them in your face, China, or anywhere else for that matter. Katrina, I'm sorry for inviting you on this show. <laughs> no, thanks for having me. You guys are so much fun. Oh, why, thank you. I know you paid to say that. Um, do you think there's some value in this research? I, it's like when you, when, you re, when you listen to these people talk, they say, this is how you find out the origins, by recreating the virus. So then you can say, oh, that's it. But that's the same logic they used when they, they created this other stuff. What do you think? I think it's all about control and deflecting the fact that the economy is doing as badly as it is. But my first thought when as you're going through all this is where's PETA? Like, why are we testing on animals? Why is why is no one outraged about that? That's the first thing that comes to my mind. Um, And I think, again, it's just a way to deflect and kind of change the narrative. They're always trying to change the narrative. So I don't know, though. I mean, that's a lot to do to change the narrative. You know, kill some rats. It's never worked for me. I wish I could kill some rats right now just well, to, to get be, this audience to, be, to laugh. To be fair, <laughs> to be fair, they were white rats. That's right. Yeah, you can kill white rats now. White rats are in full, or is a full go on the white rats, you know, because what if they're not the white the- rats are responsible for the slavery of all the other rodents. <laughs> and uh, so, you know, they know what their ancestors did. Don't, 
Don't try to act cool and act for cheese. We know what you ancestors did. You think there's any reparations? Not for the white rats, no. But since we're going to stay on the rats, uh, I'm more concerned about the two that lived. Yes! Where are they at now? And which one of the woke scientists decided to bring them home because they love them and they didn't want them to end up like the other eight? I want to know where those rats are. I think eventually, and maybe my producer could correct me, I think they all eventually died. Right, even the two. I need to see the bodies. Yes, I need <laughs> because we need to remember this is in a, a college, correct? Yes, Boston University. So if did. somebody says that rat, that rat needs to be in a safe space. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I'm sorry, but we can't run story after story how literally every college student has lost their damn woke mind. <laughs> I need to know where these rats are at. Yeah, you know it's true. Maybe they're in some some kind of safe house. Yeah, don't be changing the name, saying he identified as an armadillo. I want to know where he's at. Yeah, it's a good, that's a good strategy, because they don't test anything on armadillos. Exactly. Right? That's a they very, just walk out the door. They, they can do whatever Coughing they want. Coughing on everybody. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> They're so cocky, too, with all that future jewelry. Dillo, you have no idea what it looks like. No, I don't. Not I, a don't. Clue. I don't know. You know, Kat, um... You know, you're, you're, you're a thoughtful person. You believe in science. Could you take the devil's advocate approach here and think that maybe they're trying to actually save the world, but we took the simplistic approach and said, you guys are for doing this because you're just raising the risk for an escaped virus. But what they're trying to do is prevent stuff. Does that make any sense? Yeah, but also maybe that that was what they were trying to do last time. Yes. <laughs> and I don't like what happened there. Yes. Uh, this I did feel better when they said, okay, it was less dangerous than the original one because, like, I'm he- I'm healthy enough, but I'm definitely not, like, top 20% healthy. Yeah. So I'm going down. Yeah. And what made me feel less better is that the statement didn't say, and now we're done. <laughs> yeah. That was what was missing. They're like, this one wasn't that deadly, and now we're done doing this. Do you think... Because maybe the next one will be really bad, and we're all going to die. What if, what if it's our fault? What if it's not China's fault? What if we were the ones that were doing all this work? We have no idea, because they tried to tell us that it came from bat soup. Yeah. And That like, kind of mo- tells yeah. me that it is our fault. Most of us... Well, because you weren't allowed to talk about anything else. But I knew that... I, I totally believe that COVID was made in a lab the first time I had COVID, because mm-hmm. it never felt like any other virus I ever had, and I've had a lot of them, not to brag. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Nobody's going to jail over this. No one will ever go to prison. Over the virus thing? Yeah. Because they did their job properly. They made an effective good virus. Why do you go to jail for that? (laughs) You're right. I should shut up now. All right. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Hey, folks. It's your man, Keyshawn Johnson, here to talk about Angie. Formerly known as Angie's List, your go-to home services. Marketplace for getting all your jobs done well. Now, you might be wondering... What exactly is Angie? Well, let me tell you. It's the nation's largest home services marketplace, connecting over 150 million homeowners with skilled professionals to tackle any project, big or small. As a homeowner myself, I always have things I want to work on for my house, whether it's general home renovations or fun projects like putting in a pool. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it a breeze 
to research, compare, and hire pros, ensuring every job is done well. Whether you're fixing a leaky faucet or planning a full kitchen renovation, Angie's got your back. And get this, folks. Angie's pros aren't just any old contractors. They're your neighbors, often running small businesses right in your community. Plus, they've been rated and reviewed by others in your area. So you know you're getting quality service. So why stress over home projects when you can turn to Angie? From finding the best price to scheduling a pro at your convenience, Angie's got you covered every step of the way. So get started today at Angie.com. That's Angie.com or download the app today to get started on getting all your jobs done. That's Angie, your trusted ally in home services. Welcome back. Public speaking has Democrats freaking. Despite Election Day being just a few weeks away, some Dems would rather hide like Joe Biden than face their opponents on the debate stage. In New York, where crime finds you, Lee Zeldin is calling Governor Kathy Hochul a coward for refusing to participate in multiple debates. But in her defense, she is a coward. (laughs) That really wasn't a defense. Uh, Enough of this coward shaming. Zeldin's called for at least five debates, but she's finally agreed to just one, and it's set for the year 2034. (laughs) Meanwhile, in Arizona, Democrat governor candidate Katie Hobbs has flat out refused to debate Republican Carrie Lake. Hobbs' spokesman said, we will not engage in a circus that insults and embarrasses Arizonans. Arizonans. He then got into a tiny car with 20 other Democrats and drove away. Instead, Hobbs will be doing a one-on-one interview with PBS. That's not a debate. It'll be interesting seeing the person who wants to raise taxes get interrupted by a pledge drive. (laughs) Meanwhile, next Tuesday, Pennsylvania Senate candidate Dr. Oz will debate John Fetterman, or as your dad calls him, that slob in the hoodie and shorts. (laughs) He's just ruining an entire look. Oz had called on Fetterman to face him in a series of debates, but he was slow to commit after suffering a stroke back in May, leading to speculation that his brain doesn't work due to a stroke, and not just because he wants to let murderers go free. And voters do wonder if he's healthy enough to run after another innocent black jogger with his gun. He did do that. Fetterman's team finally relented, though, after being assured they can use a teleprompter, closed caption system, a magic eight ball and a Ouija board. (laughs) And lucky for him, at least at the debate, there'll be a doctor in the house. (laughs) But hey, if Fetterman loses the race, he can always go back to his old job ringing the bells at Notre Dame. Kat, is this a good strategy, not showing up? Why not? If you can get away with it, right? Uh, yeah. Sit around and wait for election day, I'd do it too. I bet Joe Biden's like, you can do that? Yeah. <laughs> well, he tried. He tried. Yeah, I, people have all these reasons for it. Like, oh, I don't want to debate Carrie Lake because she's an election denier. That's not the reason. The number one reason that people don't do things is that they don't want to. Yeah. Like, it's the same reason my husband refuses to have text message arguments with me because mm-hmm. <laughs> he knows he's going to lose yeah every single time i'm way better at it. i'm so good at it it's the number one it's the it's it's the number one reason people have blocked my number yeah yeah it's true because you're relentless i'm real oh i don't i will you're text relentless. you into the ground yeah it's true it's true you're like you're like one of those people that just 
kicks and kicks and kicks somebody when they're already unconscious. Yeah, well, that's how you win-win. <laughs> it's so messy and ugly. Oh, Katrina, what do you make of this strategy? Well, I don't think they have any talking points, so why show up to debate? Mm-hmm. You know, under the Trump administration, of course, I'm a bit biased, but under the Trump administration, the economy was doing well. Housing, my favorite topic, mm-hmm. was hot. The stock market was up, and we were happy and healthy. Mm-hmm. And so what is there to debate? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't show up either. Yeah, you know, the thing is that we were told we weren't happy, though, because it was the tweets and the insults that were making us crazy, as opposed to crime, inflation, the border, and God knows what else, Tyrus. Uh, what do you think of this? You know what's funny? I look at, like, Zeldin, and I look at Kerry Lake. They're really good candidates. That's the, that's the other thing. I don't think they want to debate them because they know they'll get their asses kicked. Well, it's, pl- it's tough to debate people that you're own camp financed at one point. Uh, <laughs> yeah. point. Hey, we're going to finance these more. Oh, they're good? <laughs> like, it's like, why did you do that? You know, And then complain about it. But here's the thing. If you're going to push that first world mindset and the woke mentality, you don't need to debate because there's nothing to debate on your side. Mm-hmm. That's why you have CNN and MSNBC and those and the Joey Reid. You can go on their show and you guys can tell each other how smart you are and how much everybody needs each other. And the, the only questions would be like, why didn't you run sooner? You're such a breath of fresh air. And then they'll say a bunch <laughs> of bad things. That's what have you not seen it? We've shown enough clips of the view. You see what's going on. So they'll be in a, they're in their own echo chamber and it sounds nice and they're, they're so smart. To be in a debate, you're going to have to actually argue some of your crazy fantasies of what the real world's about. And it's even worse when these fools are talking about things that are actually happening. So no way you're going to debate. Yeah. Absolutely not, because they are relying on the machine mm-hmm. that helped them two years ago. But America has changed. See, Americans started getting hit in the mouth. And now all of a sudden stuff on CNN and these first world problems sound kind of now yeah now we don't like hearing it mm-hmm. you know now the the woke are now like oh, i was watching you on the, on the five earlier today and you made a great point about where before the woke would have been on every major news station talking about now they're on daytime tv on dr <laughs> phil so now you're gonna have to do more than marry your brother to step up your game yes and we know just from ilhan omar it doesn't always work out no you know, uh, Jim, you've been following state politics for 30, 40 years. I've loved all your early work. Yeah, thank you very that. much. Yeah, and your polling is unparalleled. My polling, yes. My polling is not as good since I hit my 50s. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I need one of those gain-of-function labs. <laughs> Regain. That's a great title, Regain. <gasps> yeah. Regain. That sounds like a really good supplement. You know what drives me crazy about Fetterman? I don't even care about the medical stuff. The most comfortable clothing you could wear as a guy in a certain age sure. is a hoodie and kind of like track shorts or gym shorts. That's what you wear when you go outside. And why? Because you stay warm, but you don't sweat down your butt and legs. So you get to walk like when you go shot. That's what you wear when you go like chop, chopping down a tree for Christmas yeah. or going shopping. You know what I mean? That's what you wear. No, now, no, when, now when I see it. No. 
Now when I see it, it looks it just looks terrible. Nobody's ever worn basketball shorts to chop down a Christmas tree. <laughs> California, you know what I mean. It's like stuff you wear to Walmart. Like you know when you like it's good to be warm, but you don't like wearing pants. You have a hoodie and shorts you wear. That you- I wore, so I wore that when I went to the grocery okay. store on Saturday, and I was wearing also shoes. You with chopped socks. down a Christmas tree while you were there. No, no. <laughs> My point being, I felt like a slob, and I never felt like a slob before. Well, do what I do. Wear a kilt. I like to wear a kilt. That, kilts are great. Sure they are. With oh. some pumps. <laughs> you don't have to. You don't, you don't have to respond to my whatever. Um, look, I'm I'm biased. I'm I'm a Kathy Hochul guy. I I mean. I, really? Yes. I, I first of all, I like anyone who looks like a Nancy Pelosi Halloween costume. Um, <laughs> But uh, I, I think Lee Zeldin is a bully. Like he thinks that, like, the, like he think his idea of justice is if you, you swing a hatchet in a McDonald's, he thinks that you should get arrested. And I, I'm, uh, I don't believe that. I think a good 45 minutes of rehabilitation, then right back at him again. Yeah, she's good. She's terrific. Yes, she's she's amazing. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is the greatest endorsement I think I've ever heard. <laughs> All right, we're out of time. Thanks to Katrina Campage, Jim Norton, Cat Tim, Tyrus, our lovely studio audience. I love you. Fox News at Night with Dreamy Trace Gallagher. Jason in the House, the Jason Chaffetz Podcast. Dive deeper than the headlines and the party lines as I take on American life, politics, and entertainment. Subscribe now on foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you download podcasts.